Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This morning, Defence bolstered the Prime Minister to announce a funding package for our military worth hundreds of millions of dollars. India flight ban thousands of Australians stranded as the government imposes an immediate halt on arrivals from the COVID-stricken nation. Police pursuit, officers allegedly on the wrong side of the law in Melbourne. And the Queen holds her first public engagement since the death of Prince Philip. This is Seven News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Scott Morrison will today announce major upgrades to military bases in the Northern Territory as part of a strategic plan to prepare for emerging challenges. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. How much will the package be worth? Good morning, Jody. Nearly $750 million to upgrade defence facilities, including four military training bases in the Northern Territory, a move that's likely to increase tensions with China. The Prime Minister will travel to the top end today to make the announcement ahead of the May budget, upgrading firing ranges and other facilities at Robertson Barracks, Kangaroo Flats, Mount Bundy and Bradshaw Field training areas, which will be able to support heavier aircraft and increase focus on high-tech simulated training for our troops. Comes as one of the nation's top security officials warns Australia must be prepared for another global conflict with China intent on reclaiming Taiwan. Home Affairs Secretary Mike Pizzullo warning that the drums of war are beating and that Australia must be prepared to yet again send our warriors off to fight the nation's wars. Comments slammed by the WA Premier and the Federal Opposition as inflammatory. The Prime Minister calling for calm, insisting that Australia, Australia's goal is to pursue peace in the region, though increasing Australia's defence investment as the US increases its presence in the top end with hundreds of Marines arriving in Darwin ahead of joint military exercises with Australia in June. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. Thousands of Australians will be stranded in India for at least two weeks, with the government immediately banning all flights from the COVID-ravaged nation. There are fears for two Australian cricket stars, Kane Richardson and Adam Zampa, who travelled there to compete in the Indian Premier League. The pair missed the cut-off to return home and are now stranded in Mumbai outside the team's biosecurity bubble. It's very important that we remain in close contact with them over the course of what will be a highly stressful period. All flights have been suspended until May 15 at the earliest, including eight repatriation flights that were planned from India next month. 
Australians heading to the Tokyo Olympics will be given priority access to COVID vaccines. More than 2,000 athletes and staff will be given the jab as they are fast-tracked to Phase 1B of the rollout. Most athletes would have fallen into Phase 2B, which is not expected to begin until later this year. Members of the team aged over 50 will receive the AstraZeneca vaccine, while those under 50 will get Pfizer. Explosive allegations have been made against two Victorian police officers after they were allegedly caught up in a drug scandal. It's understood the off-duty officers were in an unregistered Mercedes in Melbourne CBD on Friday night, prompting a pursuit by on-duty officers. After the vehicle was stopped, five men fled the car. One of them was arrested. It's claimed drugs and drug-dealing equipment was found in the car. New South Wales public schools hoarding their funding will be stripped of it under a radical shake-up by the state government. It's being reported that one unnamed school was found to have $7.6 million sitting in its bank account at the end of last year. Another had $5.3 million. New South Wales Education Minister Sarah Mitchell says the new rules will force principals to spend the funding on students as it should be. The Queen has taken part in her first official engagement since the funeral of her husband, Prince Philip. Her Majesty held two virtual audiences from inside Windsor Castle with the ambassadors of Latvia and Ivory Coast. Meantime, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have visited a farm in County Durham just days before their 10th wedding anniversary. They also played golf with children during a visit to a community centre, with Kate laughing hysterically when she missed the golf ball completely. Doctors are accusing pharmacists of giving elderly people a less effective flu shot instead of referring them to a GP for a stronger dose. Chemists don't stock the vaccine, specially formulated for the over 65s and available free from a doctor. Experts are warning Australia could be in for a killer flu season with many people complacent about getting immunised. Sydney residents have been told to get used to the smoke blanketing the city as firefighters continue hazard reduction burning. The cool and calm weather is ideal to prepare for the coming fire season, but people with lung disorders are being warned to take it easy. It's really important if you do have a condition like asthma or emphysema to keep an eye on conditions. Seven's weather cams captured the harbour disappearing under the thick smog. Crown Resorts has responded to a $1 million fine handed down for failing to comply with regulatory requirements at its Melbourne casino. The company says it's engaging with the Victorian Gaming Commission as it undergoes major reform. Meanwhile, Crown had its liquor licences extended for the new Barangaroo venue in Sydney, but gambling remains banned. A mother of two has been left with third-degree burns after a pressure cooker exploded in her kitchen. The terrified woman was sprayed with boiling soup. She's now calling for the product to be recalled. Mother of two Sarah is recovering from serious burns to her chest and arms after spending nine days in Melbourne's Alfred Hospital. It was a bomb. There's no other way to describe it. It was a bomb going off. Two weeks ago, Sarah had made chicken and corn soup in her high-pressure crock pot. But after it cooked, the lid wouldn't open. She let it rest, then tried again. All as I remember was the pressure cooker lid flying off and then I was just curled up on the ground screaming, get my clothes off me. The 35-year-old was covered in boiling soup, her husband and four-year-old son receiving minor splash burns. 
my legs, my forearms, my stomach, my son's got it on his chest, and a little bit on his face, my wife on her chest and her arms. Sarah can't show her face for family reasons, but she can share her story and she wants the product recalled. We will be certainly investigating for her uh, what has happened. Clearly something has gone very wrong. Manufacturer Sunbeam says safety is its top priority and it is taking the matter very seriously. Sarah faces months of painful dressing changes and physiotherapy. She can't cook, drive or work and sadly she will be scarred for life. Jackie Quist, 7 News. There's a push to prioritise how much shut-eye we're getting, with a new report finding poor sleep costs the economy billions of dollars each year. Experts warn it's cheaper to identify and treat sleep disorders than to live with their consequences. Everyone knows the hangover that comes with a sleepless night. But now economists are putting a price on just how much poor sleep costs the nation. And it's an eye-watering figure. It's $14 billion in terms of the financial costs that it has to our economy. Around 1 in 10 Aussies suffer from a major sleep disorder. Either obstructive sleep apnea, insomnia or restless leg syndrome, costing the nation more than $14 billion each year. $11 billion of that is lost productivity. They are not nearly the productive people they are without the sleep disorder and, and numbers can be put to this and this is what this report does. Experts warn there's a sleep crisis and it's time for governments and businesses to wake up. It's really time that sleep problems were given the priority they deserve. Businesses should care about the impact that this is having on their workforce's capability. An inquiry into sleep health awareness was tabled in federal parliament in 2019, specifically calling for a national campaign to improve the country's sleep. But two years on, we're still waiting. Experts want all 11 recommendations of the inquiry adopted, including sleep, to be given the same attention as nutrition and exercise. Ashley Hansen, 7 News. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Daniel Morecambe Foundation has won the lottery, so to speak. Bruce and Denise Morecambe were invited to the Lots Brisbane office and were surprised with a $300,000 donation, the money coming from unclaimed golden casket prizes. Yeah, that was a big surprise. We came in here today to do some filming for some tape safety tips and we thought it was a little bit unorganised. <laughs> the Morecambe say the money will help educate kids on staying safe. Checking finance now, another sideways day of trading on Wall Street. Tesla slumping despite better than expected earnings, dragging the market lower. The Dow Jones is slightly up, the Nasdaq has fallen marginally. In London, the FTSE closed down, so did Germany's DAX. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell, so did the All Lords and the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,776 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 66 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.7 US cents, 84.41 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. 
Stargazers had their cameras at the ready as a super pink moon shined across Australia last night. Despite the name, the moon is not actually pink in colour. In North America, the April full moon is known as a pink moon after the first pink flower of the season. But the view over Sydney did have a pink tinge because of the smoke haze. The next supermoon will be in May and will be a total lunar eclipse. Much-needed medical supplies have begun arriving in India as the country's coronavirus case tally reaches 17 million. A shipment has arrived from the UK with countries around the world promising to send aid. In the past 24 hours, India has recorded more than 320,000 new cases. Globally, the COVID-19 pandemic continues to intensify and the situation in India is beyond heartbreaking. It's estimated roughly 115 Indians are dying from COVID-19 every hour. Disneyland is preparing to welcome visitors back for the first time in a year. To mark the occasion, the California theme park lit up Sleeping Beauty's castle. Capacity will be limited to 25%, with tickets only available to California residents. Parades, fireworks and hugs with Mickey Mouse and friends will be banned. Meantime, US health officials are today expected to announce plans to relax requirements on wearing masks outdoors. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex will be part of a very high-profile lineup taking part in a COVID vaccine benefit concert. Let's go live to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Meghan and Harry have just been named as campaign chairs for the live show. Good morning, Jody. Yes, this is Vax Live. Harry and Meghan will now support the concert planned for Saturday week. will be pre-recorded here in Los Angeles and then streamed around the world as well as placed on several US TV networks. The idea uh, to drive donations to COVAX, the global effort to distribute vaccines, particularly across poorer parts of the world, and also to drive confidence around the world in Korea. Uh, coronavirus vaccines and the vaccination effort. We already know that uh, um, a number of Hollywood stars are pledged to, to back this. Jennifer Lopez, for example, as well as TV names like David Letterman and indeed US President Joe Biden, the First Lady Jill Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris are backing it. Now Harry and Meghan have pledged their support as well, releasing a statement here today to say we will all benefit, we will all be safer when everyone everywhere has equal access to the vaccine, calling this critical um, in terms of a mission that needs to be engaged in. So a big effort coming up the week after next to drive vaccines around the world. Joe. Sounds like it. OK, thanks, Tim. In sport, another star panther has gone to the dogs. Brent Naden will head to Belmore at the end of the season on a multi-year deal. Joseph Suwali is in the extended Roosters squad for Saturday night's match against the Knights, but the 17-year-old is unlikely to debut, even if James Tedesco fails his concussion tests. He's pretty keen to play this week, so uh, the medical staff will do their diligence on him. And the Sharks have axed Josh Dugan. New recruit Will Chambers will debut against his old side, the Storm, on Friday night. Injured Tiger Dustin Martin could be granted leave to visit his dad in New Zealand. Richmond are understood to be weighing up the risks. However, the AFL is not standing in his way. There will be no visa or isolation requirements. The only concern is an outbreak in New Zealand.
that was an option, so that'd be good for him. He was still flat about us losing and, you know, felt like, you know, he didn't, didn't help us and things like that. And we're like, mate, you've probably done enough for us. North Melbourne players are allowed to leave self-isolation this morning. A decision on their Round 7 fixture in Tasmania will be made today. Kane Richardson and Adam Zampa remain stranded in Mumbai after missing the Australian border closure to India. Returned paceman AJ Tai says more Aussies want out of the IPL but may also get stuck. India's government wants the tournament to continue for morale but players have been told not to talk about COVID. We are constantly talking about the situation that's unfolding um, outside of our bubble. So as far as you're concerned, there's no problems with the IPL continuing given I'm the situation sorry, in India? I'm sorry, no follow-up questions, please. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Glenn Maxwell's Royal Challengers have beaten Steve Smith and Marcus Stoinis's Delhi Capitals by one run this morning. Just days after pulling out of the failed European Super League plan, Liverpool have confirmed a $157 million negative swing over the past 12 months. The clubs say the loss of match day revenue at Anfield during the UK lockdown, as well as media kickbacks, have put them behind. The Reds are reporting an expected loss of $214 million by the time supporters are allowed back. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough will cause showers and storms in the northern tropics. Winds will turn onshore over the east coast, causing showers mainly in Queensland. A trough will maintain unseasonably warm winds in WA's north and west. A high will bring a chilly morning and a mostly sunny day to the southeast. Around the capitals today, a possible shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees. Smoke haze in Sydney, a top of 23. Mostly sunny in Canberra today. Morning fog and then mostly sunny in Melbourne, a top of 18. Partly cloudy, 19 in Hobart. Mostly sunny and a top of 22 in Adelaide. Partly cloudy, heading for 29 in Perth. And a shower or two in Darwin, heading for 32 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Wednesday, the 28th of April, 2021.